Good morning, everyone. How are we all doing? Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash Ashgrunoplus. I have a hair in my eye. Ah, there we go. I think we've got it. Anyway, welcome in. How are we all doing? Are you all good? Hey, uh, my name is Graham Day. I'm joined by the man that we call Bibi. I'll read Bibi. Hello. Good morning. I didn't even mean to go full on Venom then with the voice, even though I've, I've spent <laughs> the morning watching uh, Venom trailers. If, if anyone isn't excited for the new Venom film, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? <coughs> there you go. Welcome. Anyway, how are you all doing? Welcome into Twitch.tv forward slash Ice Cream Plus. As mentioned, my name is Graham. This is Bib. We are Ice Cream Plus, and in true ice cream fashion, this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, even if we do say so ourselves. We are here to give you our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games over the next hour or so. We go live on Twitch each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. 10 a.m. ish. We work in the video games industry, so the podcasts happen around work, which is why we start at 10 a.m. ish. But that's fine. We have an emote that backs that out, so it's fine. It's fine. Use the emote if you want. It's fine. Okay. Um, so we do go live on Twitch at 10 a.m. ish each and every single week day. Twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. And it's important that if you are with us in the chat that you do get involved over the next hour or so of chat because we turn this live stream into a podcast, a video that goes on YouTube and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. So if you're in the chat, please, please feel free to get involved. You don't have to, but it's nice because you're speaking on behalf of everyone else that gets to watch and listen on demand a little bit later on. Before we jump into today's stories, though, I want to reassure everyone that we do have all of the names. If you were a subscriber on Ice Cream Uploads yesterday, and if you were a subscriber that was in our Discord yesterday, uh, your name has been scraped. We have a list of people that will qualify for last month's slash this month's. I don't know how you, however you want to put it. Yesterday's loot drop, exclamation mark loot drop. If you don't know what that is, that is our subscriber only giveaway. So we like to reward the people that help to support our channel. If you're a sub on our channel, you get included in the giveaways. And this month's giveaway was some ICU merch, an item of your choice from our Gamers Apparel merch store. We've scraped the names. We will do that draw. I will try, I'll try to record it as soon as we finish up on stream today. Uh, and then we'll paste yeah. it in the Discord slash put out on social media so you guys can see who has won themselves some merch and a big high five from us for supporting us. <clears throat> we genuinely appreciate it. So exclamation mark loot drop. As for next month, um, do you know what? We'll start the conversation a little bit earlier on that one. We'll have a look at what games are due to release in that release window, and then we'll have a conversation of whether you guys want some merch, whether you want a game or what, and then we'll we'll probably do the same thing again. It was a nice idea from this time to, to put it out to people to let them have the vote. Whether you want some some products from our our brand partners, be that Muscle Moose, you want a nice creative Muscle Moose stuff, or, or would you like something from our merch store or a game or whatever? We'll, we'll, we'll maybe have the same sort of uh, approach to next month. So that way, if you don't want a game, then yeah, you don't have to have a game. E-football giveaway. Uh, do you know I've seen that done so many times, so many times, so many times now. Like uh, f from journalists through AE <laughs> ads yeah. with the nine-month sub. AE. Also, let me hit this because this happened while we were in the countdown, so he didn't get his minutes on air. But let me let me play it. Stay frosty, yeah. Uh, Cumbrian Toffee, thank you very much for the four-month prime ads uh, for the nine-month prime. Oh, and is it gonna ha is it gonna happen again? I, I didn't. Oh, there we go. There we go. I thought it just stolen yeah. Callum's and Callum with the six-month resub as well. Nice. That's three all in one morning. Appreciate you all, you lovely people. Lovely, lovely people. Actually, do you know what? While this is all ongoing, um, I'm gonna see because I think I've got my prime. I think mine. I usually because I'm logged in as Ice Cream uploads more often than not. 
I, I don't actually get to. Oh, Luke as well. Hey, <laughs> Yay! Thank you very much for the prime. That's six months in total. Four subs in one morning. You you love to see it. You love to see it. Heroes. Heroes. Uh, but yeah, because I'm logged in as Ice Cream Uploads and not as myself, um, so my Prime and stuff is linked through to my account. I don't tend to get to use it, um, so I always forget. Uh, so I'm going to see if I can log in and, and use mine. But uh, yes, um, I can't remember what I was saying. What was I saying? Oh, the Loot Drop. Um, so yeah, we have all the names of the Loot Drop. We will give away a prize in the next uh, month's Loot Drop. You guys can influence what that prize is by getting involved on social media as well. Nice. Nice. Uh, anyway, babe, yesterday yes. I saw you yeah. literally tearing it up. Not literally, because that would be <laughs> you actually tearing things. But you were kicking kicking shit. <laughs> you, were, yeah. you, were, you were kicking names and taking ass or whatever it is uh, yeah. <laughs> on Fortnite yesterday. There's a huge amount of ass being taken as I was playing <laughs> on Fortnite. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, I, I've, as I said, I've been, I played it for the first time in a while, in a long, long time. Um, and, and a long, long time in video game terms is probably like three or four, maybe five months. I'm sure it was the beginning of the year when I picked it back up again, when I picked it up for the first time in a while. But anyway, it was part of the triple threat last Friday. Couldn't decide on what I wanted to play. So we set ourselves a goal. Two wins in, in FIFA on online seasons. Top five in Fortnite, top five in PUBG. I don't tend to win a lot of Battle Royale games. So that was just the easy way of doing it. Um, did it in Fortnite. I just... I didn't manage to get the top five in PUBG by a fucking by one place. So I was, I was miffed about that, and it was entirely my fault because I didn't choose another gun. But anyway, I kind of got that bug back for it. I fell in love with it a little bit. So yesterday, I was like, "Do I want to play it again?" I thought, "Yeah, why the fuck not?" Then, as <laughs> I, I, I was about to boot into it, because Fusion is like my favorite character on it. Like it doesn't matter what your character is; it gives you no buffs or anything like that. But Fusion is the coolest looking character for me. Sub-Zero. Loved it. Uh, you pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Um, and then, just as I'm about to get into a game, I see fairway, fairway pack. I'm like, what the fuck's that? I click on it. A lot of golf in attire. <laughs> that's in. That's available in the shop. And then, just as I get into the shop, who turns up and takes the piss out of me, Graham? So that's it. Soon as I load into Fortnite, soon as I load up the stream, Bibby's not. He's playing Fortnite. He's not playing golf. He's not talking about golf. He's not got his golf jerseys on or anything. Oh, Bibby's buying golf items. By, <laughs> by the end of the day, Bibby's got himself like full on polo shirt, uh, chino pants, yeah. uh, cap, golf clubs coming out of his ears. It's full on bit. Yeah. I was I was loving it. I was loving it. But yesterday, everything was just kind of falling into place again. Bibby is a demon on the sticks when he gets into it. And he absolutely, I absolutely was. I was ripping it up yesterday. They didn't get any wins. We had a couple of like, top three finishes. Um, but yeah, I was just, I was ripping it up yesterday. It's the first time in a while where, you know, you're feeling comfortable. Like, if I, when I watch you play PUBG, I know you're comfortable playing that game. Like you can, you can peek, you can come round, you can throw uh, grenades and explosives into windows without it bouncing back in it. And yeah, apart from when you tried it that once when me, you and Beans were playing, you kept on throwing it against the window that was boarded up. That was hilarious. Yeah, it, um, it wasn't. It was like all of us as well. Quick lob it in, and it looked like it was the roof inside, but no, it was a building that had a window that had a big board across it. Why can't any of us do this? You get closer, it's like, oh, that's right, because it's not a hole in the wall. It's just the wall. Uh, but yeah, I felt comfortable on the controller yesterday and it sounds ridiculous but if you haven't played a game for a while and you go back to it you do lose a little bit of that muscle memory and it just kind of started to come back in again yesterday so yeah i was super happy with my performance shall we say 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it is what it is. It's Fortnite. It's 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 a very good game. If you're into it, uh, Baxter came in yesterday and he was like, "This game looks so much fun, but I'm shit." At it. I said, "Mate, I'm shit at it. I don't build. Like, the only time I build is when I need to get to something higher, like a chest. I don't throw up a, I don't throw up anything to hide behind or anything. I can't do it. I'm not. I can't think like that. I just think of it as a shooter, which is only going to put me in a worse position as I start to." climb up the, the skill-based matchmaking leaderboard so and I come up against people who can build, it's only going to hinder me. But from what I'm playing at the moment, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, bear with me. Bear with me. I'd say he's loving Rogue Company. Mate, I love that game. I love Rogue Company so much. I'm, again, I'm just shit at it. Um, but yeah, Rogue Company is a badass game. Uh, let's go uh, Let's go else through the chat as well. Uh, Plum Rico says, guessing you're a Rangers fan because Joe Hart is currently having a medical at Celtic. Oh, Ice Cream Woodloads is gifting as gifted. Oh my god, ah, oh, trying to Bearded Edges give out Bearded Edges come in with the five gifties. What I, I was there trying uh, to drop one <laughs> gift there, uh, and then oh and the camera did it at the same time. What oh, did it? Did it happen? Did it happen? I don't know if it happened in time. Ah, uh, the hype track. Do you know what, Callum? Absolutely appreciate. It. What a guy! What a guy! Absolute yeah. legend. I was trying to do one gift there, uh, just to see if I can push it from uh, tier two uh, to tier three in the hype train kind of thing, uh, and then Callum drops five. Nice. <laughs> um, as always, <laughs> amazing. If, if you get a gift there, uh, then feel free to uh, thank the person that give you the gift. Day. Nice, nice, mm. nice. Uh, Plumrico, enjoy yours, and thank you for the thanking as well. What a guy! What a guy, Callum. Genuinely appreciate it for the five so gifts. Tito, Trick the Troll, Precision Vern, and Fatman Dave all getting giftos. Nice legend. Nice. Thank you so much. And then, I mean, if that wasn't enough, Mister Bacon Chin as well saying pricks, uh, which I actually, <laughs> do you know what I'm? Excuse me, I'm taking uh, his thunder. I'm stealing his thunder. I'm just going to wait for just a second for this to come through. It should happen now. He didn't say pricks! <laughs> TTS has done your date there. But thank you for calling us pricks, and thank you for the eight-month sub, Bacon. Love you. Love you. Uh, so, yeah, do you know what? Absolutely amazing. Uh, what's that? Is, are we on, like, 11 subs for the day or something like that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> heroes. Yeah. Absolute heroes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, annoying. Yeah. I was sat there going, waiting, watching the six <laughs> seconds of the uh, hype train counting down, and I was like, okay, come on, go, go, go. And then it threw it at Plum Rico. It came up before the countdown had finished, but, but yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, then, uh, one lie. Just, just thought Sky Broadband had ripped. Uh, then when you pause, yeah, no, that was that was me ripping. That was my internal Sky Broadband just cheating itself. Anyway, sorry, babe. What were you saying? <laughs> what were you saying? I was gonna say uh, the fact that uh, obviously all these gifters have now been sorted out. You are now in the pr in the drop for next month, which is great news. So you technically you can win something for free. Oh, actually, let me just just double check that. Uh, you are in the drop for next month. Ooh, because of the way the calendar falls, so it they will oh, expire. Could you not have done it on Friday? Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. God's sake, Callum, giving out these gifties for people, just lulling them in. But to be fair, if you if you've got a gifty sub and you do want to extend it, if you do extend it, you will be in two months then, most likely. I imagine. Uh, so the sixth till the. Yeah, yeah. So if you subscribe on Friday, you'll be in two months worth of loot drop. There you go. How's about that for an, <laughs> an incentive? Boom. Uh, 
So yeah, sometimes it's just the way the cookie crumbles. But thank you everyone. Do you know, genuinely really appreciate it. As mentioned, we do this on the side, so we don't uh, we put money into ice cream uploads. We don't really earn anything back. Anything we do earn back, we put back into things like the loot drop or buying new things for the streams or or trying to figure out new merch ideas and stuff. Like we, we tinkered with the hats and stuff last year, which still might come back, by the way. If if the, if you like the hat that Bibby's wearing, slash this mm -hmm. one that I have in my hand, the ice cream uploads blackout uh, hat with Twitch insignia slash internal printing. Uh, if you want mm -hmm. some of that sort of stuff, we could potentially bring that sort of stuff back. Uh, we just obviously don't want to buy loads of stuff and have that sort of stuff sitting around if nobody's yeah. interested. We want to make sure there's, there's demand for the supply. But uh, yeah, so the ICU merch this month, does any of those hats count? Uh, these ones, no, 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 yeah. no. No, it's just the gamers apparel one. Yeah, we, I don't know if because we had some left in the studio, but I don't actually know how many are left because I've not been there for eight months. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So we do have a few hats left. I think it's mainly the blue ones. We might be out of the blackout hats now. We may, I may have some flat peaks left. Um, but yeah, basically we're out of them-ish. So yeah, do you know what? Genuinely appreciate it. Uh, it does help keep the lights and mics on. But speaking of lights and mics, let me give you an uh, update on what we will be running through today. So there's a lot of you sitting around watching us all high-five each other and say thank you for the gifties, which genuinely, genuinely appreciate. But the reason that you're all here is to talk about the news from the world of video games. And where we mm -hmm. left off yesterday is pretty much where we're going to start today. If you missed yesterday's show, we finished off with an update on the Activision Blizzard uh, scenario. And I can't remember her name, but one of the executives who basically just blocks all her employees on social media when she, uh, when she <laughs> doesn't like what they say, which is nice and not at all the issue that's underlying everything. Anyway... Uh, Activision Blizzard, it seems to just keep getting worse for them. This time, it's not necessarily something that they've done, but it's come as a result of something or everything that they've done. The lead story today is that T-Mobile's branding has been removed from Overwatch and Call of Duty League websites. Sponsors are pulling out. Not like that, easy tiger. Sponsors are, are, are leaving Activision Blizzard behind in the wake of the lawsuit. I mean, can't blame it. If you're a sponsor, would you be severing ties? Before we start asking those questions, though, we'll jump in and give you a roundup of what the other news stories of the day. 2K says it will announce an exciting new franchise this month, and it will be out before April 2022. So brand new series from a uh, franchise from 2K coming. Ooh, exciting. Tell you what won't be coming, though. A campaign mode in Battlefield 2042. If you were looking for a big, loud, EA Dice, bombastic single-player story campaign in Battlefield, you do not get that. It's a bit of a loss. It's a bit of a loss. I mean, admittedly, most people, myself included, will be heavily into the uh, multiplayer. Understandable, understandable. But yeah, no campaign. Not the first time that we've had that. Uh, we've had that in the past with Call of Duty. However, we will be getting a short film and that will be debuting next week. We'll give you all the details on that. And then we'll wrap up with a story for the first time in a while. We'll be talking about the two time back to back. 1993, 1994, blockbuster mm. video game champion. Uh, the man. The myth, the legend, that is... Beep. Actually, I've got a voice mod button. Um, we can't, we, it's not that we can't say his name on, on, on here, but basically, his name is... And he's a really good guy. So if you haven't seen... Actually, I'm beeping that. You guys probably can't even hear it. Fuck! <laughs> his name is... Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Probably were that time. Fucked it up the first time. You get what I'm saying? Okay, nice. Uh, Doctor Disrespect. Um, he's helping out Netflix gaming, or at least he will do if they're interested in that. Nice, nice, nice. Anyway, babe, 
Mm-hmm. Activision Blizzard. Yes. It's fair to say the last couple of weeks have been a little bit of a shit show. If you were a sponsor, would you be mm-hmm. getting worried right about now? Uh, yes, ultimately. But also, on the flip side of that, Graham, if I was a consumer and I started to vote with my wallet, this would probably be the best way to hurt a particular company that has been fucking you and your potential colleagues, your friends, your family over for such a long time, Graham. Well, it seems like uh, brands potentially are kind of voting with their wallets, as the case may be. Sean Prescott, PC Gamer, says TC, uh, TC, T-Mobile uh, branding has been removed from Overwatch and Call of Duty League websites. Activision Blizzard lawsuit appears to have prompted a severing of ties. So a major sponsor of, of both the Call of Duty League and Overwatch League has apparently ceased its involvement in each, with T-Mobile bra- uh, branding disappearing from both the CDL and OWL websites. This comes nearly a fortnight after California filed a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard alleging widespread sexual harassment and a frat boy workplace culture. As spotted by what Dex Turto? Okay, I don't think that's the right one, but as spotted by Deserto, <laughs> let, me, let me just hover over and make sure. No, it is Deserto, not Dex Turto. Anyway, as spotted by Deserto, T Mobile branding has been quietly removed from the sponsors list on the Overwatch League website, though it appeared as recently as July the 27th. Likewise, T Mobile branding has disappeared from the Call of Duty League website. Uh, though it appeared uh, recently as July the 21st. News of the lawsuit first emerged on July the 22nd. Elsewhere, the T-Mobile logo was removed from the jumpers of New York Subliners players during last week's Stage 5 major tournament. Uh, I'm assuming that's 5, not Stage V. Uh, The shot below is from the official Call of Duty League broadcast date July the 30th, and the shot after is from the Stage 4 major tournament broadcast on June the 18th. So there you go. You can see Astro sponsors GameFuel sponsors USAA insurance sponsors, but on the one before, Astro Game Fuel, T-Mobile, and USAA insurance. I've reached out to representatives from T-Mobile and the Overwatch League and will update if I hear back. While T-Mobile's status isn't completely official, it wouldn't be surprising if the lawsuit and its ensuing revelations have prompted the US wireless network operator to sever its ties. Activision Blizzard employees staged a walkout last Wednesday in response to the company's widely criticised initial response to the lawsuit. Members of the games industry and World of Warcraft players have expressed solidarity with Activision Blizzard staff. If you need catching up, here's everything that's happened since the Activision Blizzard the lawsuit went public if you want to check it out check the link there you can drop back through the last couple of weeks worth of scoop episodes if you have a lot of time on your hands uh but uh yeah there you go uh uh we have been covering it so we will have all of the updates if not just just flip through the article there in the bottom of this pc gamer article bring you up to speed um so t-mobile branding has been removed from the cod league and the overwatch league sponsors just ain't feeling it Tim, what are your thoughts? Actually, just before we jump into that, before I ask you your thoughts, um, uh, who plays Battlefield the campaign? They've always been to actually Battlefield Five code for Origin. If anyone has a use for it, and there's there's bibs as too. So if you want Battlefield Five on Origin on PC, there is two codes in the chat. If nobody uses those, we can potentially drop those into the uh, the loot drop or whatever areas on the server for uh, other subscribers, just so that we can make sure that people know. But nice, nice, nice links in the chat. Mm-hmm. So, babe, okay, Activision Blizzard, yes. Losing branding, losing sponsorship. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, we mentioned it last week, and obviously I just alluded to it then at the beginning uh, of the article. Like, if you want to make change or you want to be seen to be making changes, so the the old mantra of vote with your wallet. And that is essentially what they're doing. Like, T-Mobile have been looking at over how Activision Blizzard are, you know, 
handling this and it has been no short of a disgrace um how they are they're not, they're not even tiptoeing around the subject they are literally just avoiding it altogether um regardless of whatever pr statement they end up putting out there so i think t-mobile have just said you know what we're not fucking being part of this this whatever's going on over there this isn't us we're we we do not want our image being tainted and we don't want to be seen supporting this and they've done the right thing i mean it's shit for the people who are taking part in the in the um esports tournaments because it's absolutely nothing to do with them they're just very good at the game that have been chosen to represent whatever team country or whatever for at these events and that potential sponsorship money would be going towards the prize pool but the the grand scheme of things it's 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 probably going to be a little drop in the ocean but yeah it's it's the at this point in time t-mobile are doing exactly what they they should be doing it's like you know what fuck these guys we're not having our reputation being tarnished being alongside them and they've just pulled the plug um good on them because the only way that activision and blizzard are going to be taking notice at this moment in time is when that's when their stock starts to drop which it did do was it four billion we reported on last week and that isn't just been taken out of their bank accounts it's not as if they're just someone's opened a window and the cash has just flown out it's literally how much the company is worth um, and they've ended up losing four billion pounds off of the top of that. Will this make it five billion? I don't know. Um, but at the end of the day, if you haven't got sponsorships, that's going to be sponsoring your biggest esports tournaments, two of the biggest esports games that are out there. Eventually, you're going to be lifting no sponsors, no prize pool, no venues are going to want to touch or host your competitions, and eventually, you're going to lose all the money, not just off the game sales and everyone else who's competing in there. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a slippery slope, and they are right at the top of it at the moment. It potentially could get worse, but I suppose we have to wait and see. <clears throat> I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, I like the fact that that these are shots that are coming at the top. Because I mean, I I was talking about it the other day, and I was thinking about it. Um, it was one of those like like shower thoughts where you just stood there in the shower, and just random shit comes back into your mind. <laughs> and I was thinking, yeah, I, I, I was like. <laughs> I want to see comeuppance. I want to see um, Active Blizzard get slapped and get stung for it. But I also mentioned the other day a level of um, kind of protectiveness in terms of obviously vote with your wallet, but also be careful in terms of obviously voting for the wallet could mean lack of sales. Lack of sales could mean downsizing. Downsizing could mean that the employees that are being shit on at the start of it could be shit on at the end of it. <laughs> Excuse me. But I'm thinking, well, it, that kind of thinking ensures the status quo if you always keep buying into the company to protect the employees then the company are always better off the employees are always better off by proxy so i was thinking do you know what fuck that fuck that shit uh, but this sort of stuff is is where it happens is where the good stuff happens because call of duty and overwatch have been doing well so the shareholders will have seen massive drops in their share price despite successful content despite successful gameplay mechanics despite uh, i mean obviously it's a successful gameplay mechanics cod players and the uh, the amount of cheating slash uh, like metas that are in those games might argue differently but we'll leave all that stuff to the side but the games and the, the teams working on the games arguably have been doing their job. It's the people that are supposed to be helping these teams out, the ones mm. that haven't. And that, the fact that the game has sold well, incredibly well, but the, the share price has taken a hit is not on the developers and the admin staff and, and uh, the financial teams and whoever in yeah. the offices that are dealing with these frat boy teams. That's not on them. And hopefully the shareholders see that. And hopefully the action that comes from this isn't doesn't filter through to the bottom level first. 
And then, as well as that, sponsorships removing themselves, that's another upper-level uh, job. Getting T-Mobile to commit to what would have probably been a very large amount of money to sponsor these leagues. I mean, it's 25 million or something, or was 25 million, to secure a space, a franchise in the COD League. So you've mm-hmm. got to feel sponsors are paying a hefty sum. If it costs that much to get in there, for them to get some sort of money back, they will have to be investing. Uh, for the teams to get any sort of money back, there will have to be some sort of investment from brands in there. So, uh, of a high level. So, yeah, basically, T-Mobile pulling out is a shitload of money lost that isn't on the, the staff at the bottom. So I want, I don't want Activision to go out of business. I want the business to keep going. I want Activision to be alive. I want Call of Duty and Overwatch mm. games to keep coming. But in a world where they are done, not at the expense of the physical and mental health of the staff at the bottom the screwdrivers yeah. i don't want i don't uh, i don't want i don't want the hands and the brain thinking they control the screwdrivers that's this is an old school psychological uh, psychological business analogy the brain at the top the screwdrivers at the bottom the screwdrivers are the ones that get shit done the brains do the thinking that sort of stuff it's, it's like the blue collar uh, analogy kind yeah. of thing um i don't want the people that are doing the work to 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 pay for it and these kind of these kind of comeuppances these these reactions are not on those people if if t-mobile pull out that's millions gone if the share price drops that's billions gone um and that is on the people higher up so these this is how i want it to see yes fucking that will get the shareholders i mean the all of the news and everything over the last few weeks will have got them paying attention. This will be them now not just yeah. paying attention, clamoring for action. We need to fix this shit and we need to fix it now. And hopefully they do that without people at the bottom suddenly getting carved off and, and shunted yeah. out. It's nice. Right, so it's it, the, the dreamers who are people who have wanted to work in video games all, all their lives, like, fair enough, they are probably doing something that they absolutely love in horrific working conditions. So if we can, if they can have a place where they can work, where it isn't horrific and all these allegations are put to bed and it's all been sorted out and the people who are causing this shit end up leaving. Fantastic. They they get to go to work with a smile on their face again. And that's exactly what you want from people who are making uh, these video games for our benefit. Like, it shouldn't be as bad as it is. And it's horrific. So get them fucking going. Hit them in the wallets. For sure. For sure. Uh, anyway... If you don't want to play any COD and you don't want to play any Overwatch League and you do want to vote with your wallets and go elsewhere, well, don't worry because there are new games hitting the market, or there will be soon anyway, before April 22nd. Our second story of the day is from 2K. It's actually technically from Tom Ivan at VGC, but it focuses on 2K and it says 2K says it will announce an exciting new franchise this month. The mystery game will launch before April 2022. Actually, just before I jump into that article, let me jump back through the chat and make sure I've not missed any comments. Uh, because uh, I don't want to start jumping back forward or back forward. Um, Madge says Activision laid people off despite posting record profits last year. So the customer choices is irrelevant if they think uh, that not buying or buying will determine their job security because there is no security to start with. Absolutely, Madge. Absolutely. And and, and Next Gen Base mentioned something in the chat. I don't know if it was if it was hyperbole or if it was based in fact, but Next Gen Base basically said. Activision lost $4 billion in their share price. Bobby Kotick alone is worth $4 billion. So if you get rid of Bobby mm. Kotick, that's everything fixed, ta-da, financially. And that's that's not necessarily in terms of getting rid of him will fix it because the issues are still... The issues are arguably layers down leading up to him. Um, so getting rid of him just, just gives a big cash injection. That wouldn't fix the issue. Um, but the sentiment is there. It's like that shows you how much... If $4 billion is an unimaginable sum of money... 
for for the majority of people in the world. And four million would be unimaginable. I mean, I I I have a good concept. We all have a good concept of different levels of money. What whatever you are used to spending in and outgoings and and spending on for holidays and things like that. Okay, you've got a concept of that. Very few people have a concept of exactly what four billion is looks like, can do, change your life to be in. And Bobby Kotick has that, and his salary would put thousands. I think he's uh, the way. Uh, Ben from Next Gen Base said it the other day, get rid of him and you would put a couple of grand into each and every sting, uh, single members of staff's uh, either either monthly or annual salary, uh, salary, which is ridiculous. There's so much of an offset. The people at the bottom are, are getting cut left, right and centre, aren't getting the wages and getting shit on and then Bobby Kotick's worth four billion at the top. Yeah, great. That's that's equality. Nice. A little bit of equity <laughs> across the business. Yeah. Um uh, so it becomes whether you want to support a company that approves this uh, this disgusting treatment, and that's the thing. I mean, is that is what it will that will always be there if you want to play the games because you like the games, and there's nothing wrong. Uh, it's it's that whole. There's, there's, there's always a debate if someone is found to be a wrong and for whatever reasons in the world of TV or music or any form of art creation. It's a case of can I still listen to said person's music i loved this song when i was growing up that person's a wrong one now so can i listen to their music anymore and i think yes you can as a, if if you feel you can because if if a song is an amazing song to you then it's the art not the artist and it's that sort of thing the difference is is like those stories are can you should you listen to a song that you own years after it whereas yeah I want an example that I can... So Gary Glitter. Okay, so if you listen to Gary Glitter and you're like, uh, well, I can't remember, that. I'm the leader of my gang, and that's your favourite song ever. Yeah, great, nice. And then Gary Glitter's a wrong one, uh, and he goes to, to whatever. You've got that on a cassette. You could still listen to that. You've got on a, a vinyl or a CD or whatever you've got, and you could still listen to it. You are not adding any more financial contributions. Whereas if you like Call of Duty and you want to play the next Call of Duty and you invest buying that game, you are still investing and still funding those. So there are little bits of differences there. I, don't, I genuinely don't know what I... I don't have a fully formed opinion on how I would like to answer that because I, I'm, in my selfishness, want to play Call of Duty. In my selfishness, I want to I want to experience the creative elements that those teams have put in. But I also know that by doing that, I am funding the oppressor. Uh, not just reaching out for the oppressees. So there is a bit of a, a difference. Um, and also, I'm, I'm I'm very, very much aware, something that we spoke about the other day, is that we are, we are the top 2%, 10%, maybe at maximum. So if all of us in here right now decide to pull away and not invest in Activision games or products or titles or in-game purchases anymore... Well, that's fine, but there's still 90% of the market that doesn't care or, or is oblivious or actively turns a blind eye to it because, fuck it, I've got enough to deal with in my life. I don't want to care about that shit stuff. So we are still the minority. Not not that that's right uh, in terms of... Uh, yeah, not that that's right in terms of we should go, oh, fuck it, well, what are we going to do? We're only 10%. You've got to stand up and, and make a movement uh, in that sort of sense, but it's just a matter of what can we do? What can we do? How far can we go? Do... Where do we feel we are on that? Do we do we stop playing COD? Do we stop investing in Activision Blizzard titles? Now, what what do you guys feel? Where are you with that? Are you going to play the next Call of Duty? Are you going to play the next World of Warcraft? Have you given up on those games already? Are you Were you streaming them? Are you going to stop streaming them? Uh, has that influenced you to that point? Or are you still holding out that the inclusion of whatever the, uh, the law firm that 
they've hired to, to govern them to help make sure they put things in place. The fact that there's an ongoing lawsuit with the DFEH, is that enough for you to start to spark a change? Where do you guys see, uh, sit on that? Um, uh, okay, uh, where do we get to? Split gate looks good. Mix of Halo and Portal in an FPS. Uh, COD is a massive cash cow for them, um, and they haven't supported the customer at all with no anti-cheat. Uh, if a credible replacement comes out, I think people will make the move. <clears throat> Battlefield. <clears throat> Not my type of game. Uh, Beans, unfortunately, liking Rogue Company at the moment, though. Says uh, ads. Uh, talk about Split Gear, that is. Um, Enix says they said they aren't even doing an anti-cheat for Warzone or COD. Courage and all the big uh, Warzone streamers have quit now. Uh, his personal bonus for 2020 was $200 million. I'm sure that, that could finance a game or games raising salaries or perhaps for, for future... It could finance just a, just a few things. Just a few things. Um, Tito says, I can't listen to Lost Profit for obvious reasons. I'd delete them from my library, which is understandable. It's understandable because that's the thing. That's a good, that's a good example. <clears throat> Lost Profit's uh, massive uh, song music producers for for a generation and then obviously for obvious reasons people stop listening uh to lost profits and that's the thing is if that song still holds a special place for you then listen to the song listen to the art but a lot of people then can't break that song away from from um i wasn't lost profit is it ian watkins is that his name yeah um, yeah uh, so yeah a lot of people can't separate ian watkins and his ongoings let's just put it that way i, I can't I don't, I don't know what he's done exactly i remember it was it was wrong i don't fuck it anyway i'll just say ongoings because i don't i don't know enough details to go into it to start to criticize so um they can't separate ian watkins from lost profits and can't separate that from the music which is understandable because that taints the music if your music's tainted then don't bother listening to it it's as simple but if it isn't then do i, I, I want to say don't feel guilty if you still like the music because the music isn't isn't um high-fiving the, the knobheads behind it uh Casuals don't care about what happened. They will still buy COD. A lot of people don't even know what's happened. Exactly. That's the, the majority, the overwhelming majority don't. Uh, agreed, Kid in the Street has no idea and we'll still buy and play, uh, still buy and play them. Um, uh, Plum Rico said, should I still listen to Rolf Harris's Two Little Boys? <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to you. Um, I wouldn't buy anything from them until I know this is properly resolved. Same applies to Ubisoft. Uh, Spike! I'll read. I'll read. Uh, how will kids get their fix of 360 no scope in people's mums if they don't buy COD or sitting in lobbies calling out your dad? <laughs> uh, I'm in a Lost Profits video. Fucking breaks my heart that Watkins turned out to be a complete nonce con. <laughs> but there you go. Spike not mixing the words. Just saying it. I'm going ongoings. <laughs> Spike's complete nonce con. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, But that's the thing, though. You and that moment and that time, that's the difficult thing is you know, you know whether that's enough for you to, to ruin that memory. No one else can say that you should or shouldn't uh, appreciate being in that video. If you don't appreciate it now, then that's entirely fine. But no one else can tell you that you shouldn't appreciate that because that and the meaning behind that is something for you. Uh, that said, you probably won't purchase any lost profits bits going forward, uh, whether he's in it or not, kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, yeah. Shinobi vs Dragon Ninja was a banger. I mean, he couldn't sing for shit live, but still a good song. Uh, I was in a feeder video, uh, feeder video, and Hell is for Heroes. I can climb mountains. Vid, nice. Nice. I I uh, was live on twitch.tv forward slash so I have that meet. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's enough of that. We'll put that to bed. Uh, Archie McGregor, thank you very much for the follow. Welcome and good morning. How are you doing? We have just been talking about the fact that um, 
Activision has lost sponsors. T-Mobile has pulled out the COD League and the Overwatch League. And then we did start talking about this, which is the next story. So I'll go back through the title again. 2K says it will announce an exciting new franchise this month. The mystery game will launch for April 22nd. This is written by Tom Ivan at VGC. And it says 2K is planning to announce a new franchise later this month. The publisher confirmed the plan during uh, parent company Take-Two's uh, quarter one earnings results call on Monday. I just want to stop there, actually, for a second. Speaking about quarter one earnings results call, uh, there is an Activision call that's either just wrapping up or is in pro uh, progress right now. So expect that yeah. to be on the news tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see what actually happens. We've been talking about Activision and sponsors pulling out and this, that, and the other. There is a quarter, I think, I don't know which one. I thought it was quarter two for them, but because take twos is quarter one, maybe it's that. I don't know what what quarters. Anyway, they have an earnings call. We'll, we'll give you all the details for for that tomorrow because no doubt it will hit the news um but back to 2k uh the publisher confirmed the plan during the parent company take two's 2022 quarter one earnings call results on monday the new franchise will be released during the current fiscal year ending march the 31st 2022 uh, later this month 2k will unveil details of another exciting new franchise planned for launch during this fiscal year take two president carl slatoff said the new franchise could be announced at gamescom 2021 which will be an all digital event for the second year running the digital event will kick off with journalist jeff Keeley's gamescom opening night live show on august the 25th ahead of the main event days on august 26th and august 27th during monday's earnings call take two said it it had delayed the launch of two of its immersive core titles to later in the current fiscal year than originally planned the company said in may that it intended to release 21 games during the current fiscal year including four immersive core games two from proven franchises and two from new ones according to ceo strauss zelnick uh, Take-Two also claimed no wonder that GTA 5 has now shipped over 150 million copies. Yoosh! Uh, but yes, 2K is going to announce an exciting new franchise this month. Excited, babe. It's exciting. You excited? Yes, but I don't know. We just genuinely have no idea what it's going to be, and that's I think that's the most exciting part about it. Like, what is it? It's, it's, <laughs> what, it's, what are we getting? It's kind of weird for me, because like that, that's the most exciting, and also simultaneously the most annoying bit. I'm excited, but I, how can I get excited? Because I don't know what I'm getting excited about. Why? Why? I'm yeah. not. I'm not bothered. I don't have any details, but I'm excited to know. But I don't care. But I want to know what it is. It's like this internal struggle of okay, how can I get excited about something when I don't know anything about it? This could be like the equivalent two uh, K's equivalent of of a rabbit's game, which is me out. I am not interested. Um, but it could be something completely exciting. So I, I don't know. Don't know. Ooh. And do you have any ideas? Any inklings? Um, I don't have any ideas at all. Let me just WhatsApp Mr. Tassim and... V I'm <laughs> oh, I'm joking. I'm only joking. I'm not going that way. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I mean... A Switch Pro game. <laughs> I instantly... Yeah, there you go. I instantly look at the, um, the branding within this article, which is stupid because I start looking at it and I'm seeing like, oh, maybe it's not going to be an NBA, WWE. We're looking at like mafia-ish. So, but and then I stop again and think, no, it's a, it's a new franchise. Exciting new franchise. What could it be? So I don't know. I genuinely have no idea. And I'm not, I, I'm not confident. I've seen no leaks, rumors or anything. Uh, not like Dead Space when we had like information about it six months in advance before it finally got announced last week or the week before. This, I have no idea, so we'll wait and see. Only a couple of weeks, a few weeks at most. So we're on the 3rd of August. It will be out before the end of the month. So three and a half, four weeks, we'll mm -hmm. have all of the information. Uh, so yeah, we'll let you know when it happens. But for right now, we don't know. We don't know. 
One exciting thing, times though. Very exciting. Exciting. Weirdly exciting. And that's the thing. Like usually excitement is based on, on the rumor, is based on the leak, is based on the snippet, is based on the tease. And now it's just a yeah, something's coming. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Something could be Bibby's new Lambo, or it could be a spatula. Two fucking very different things. I don't know if I should be excited or not. Uh but do you know what? What we do know is coming. Get out of my spatula. Uh, what we do know about this uh, that is coming, though, is Battlefield 2042 is not having a campaign, but it will have a short film, which will be debuting next week. Matt Wales at Eurogame has this article, um, and it says, If it's story you want with your Battlefield 2042 now that DICE has confirmed there won't be a single-player campaign this time around, your next best thing might very well be arriving in the form of an official short film tie-in set to debut next week. DICE announced the existence of its new standalone cinematic short titled Exodus over on Twitter earlier today. This was yesterday, by the way. Revealing the mini-movie will detail the events that ultimately trigger an all-out war within the universe of 2042. Uh, as Eurogamers, oh, scroll too far. As Eurogamers, Martin Robinson explained earlier this year, despite Battlefield 2042 eschewing a solo campaign to focus on multiplayer, it does still play out against the narrative backdrop, a humanitarian crisis brought about by climate change, where nomadic refugees known as NoPats uh, take up arms as the United States and Russia engage in all-out war. It's probably not too outlandish to surmise that the very uh, that's the very same war getting the. Exp- position treatment in DICE's newly announced short film, but all will be revealed when it makes its debut next Thursday, the 12th of August, at 4pm in the UK. I'm going to sneeze, Biabi. <laughs> Bacon Chin has the same vibes that I've got from this. Whew, I'm back in the room. Um... <clears throat> As for what comes next, design director Daniel Berlin previously explained DICE would be expanding on Battlefield 2042's narrative-driven world as its various live service seasons play out following the game's PC, PlayStation, and Xbox launch on the 22nd of October. This is an interesting one, this. This is an interesting one. Battlefield 2042 doesn't have a story campaign. And is this... Is this like... How can I put it? Is this what live service could do to single player in terms of having live service multiplayer? So one thing that Call of Duty has done, which they've absolutely lifted from Fortnite and absolutely should have done, is they've built a world in Verdansk that has, that has evolved with narrative. And it, I say evolved, it's technically it's devolved because it's gone back in time as opposed <laughs> to forward in time. Um, but... Because the game is evolving, because the story is evolving, they probably have an idea of where that's going to go, but there will probably be a nexus point in the future uh, where they go, okay, depending on how things go, once we hit this nexus point, we're either going to take road A towards this content strategy, road B towards this content strategy, or road C towards this content strategy. Um, And if you have a single-player story campaign behind that, though, that makes it difficult on how you push those nexus points together. How do you tease what content's going to be coming if people are playing through uh, a single-player story campaign? So, So could the fact that this is going to have more seasonal content, more live service content, could that be the reason why they don't have a single player a single player story? Because if you play that single player story on day one, it makes sense. But they can't tease what's coming six months down the line in their single player story. So mm-hmm. that single player story becomes out of date very quickly. If six months down the line, Vedansk, and I'm using Vedansk because that's obviously COD rather than Battlefield, but but if six months down the line, Vedansk has been hit by a nuke and half of it's on fire and this and the other, but then you jump into the single player campaign and none of it looks at that. You're playing an out of date story. So is that a case of live service 
alongside single player means that they're at loggerheads. It, it could be. It could be. Anyway, babe, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, from what I remember from this, and I haven't looked it up since, but I've, I remember going through an article saying that the story, a single player story, will be being told through the live service model. Now, the last Battlefield had a live service because obviously they skipped one, didn't they? So was it two and a half, maybe three years old at this point now? And it was just a live service game that they just keep on adding new storylines because they would add new maps and a new, um, what do you call it? law behind uh behind what's going on so that would that was pretty cool but as far as i was aware for this battlefield it was going to be a single player experience but told through multiplayer matches so you could still play them the single player experience on maps but with ai bots so if you don't have if you don't want to play online you don't have to you can just play with the bots and the story will still be told i'm fairly certain that's how those said they was going to do it i'd need to check that up again but yeah, not having a proper single-player campaign for me personally is a little bit of a bummer because I do enjoy the campaigns. Like, fair enough, they're so generic a lot of the time. There are, it's just yeah, this is one side, get to the other side, clear as much as you can. Like, that the storylines aren't as good as they used to be in terms of like, do you remember the Medal of Honor ones on like the PlayStation One where he was like James Patterson? And you had to get up uh, dressed in like a disguise and then you'd have to find a passport. And then when you go to a door, you'd show the passport and they'd let you through. Like groundbreaking at the time. If you go back now, it's probably a little bit shit. But the story was really, really good at the time. I'm fairly certain Spielberg wrote them as well. But anyway, anyway, it was good for the time. We're probably not going to see that kind of thing again. But it, it is a little bit of a shame. And like what Bacon Chin put in there, love a free short film to make up for the 80 quid game. That was my immediate <laughs> thought when I, when I saw this article. Like they're showing us a, I don't know, 15, 20 minute, maybe a half an hour film to make up and give you the law of what you would probably experience over eight hours through a single player experience. Little bit of a bummer, but I mean, a lot of people nowadays aren't buying Battlefield to be playing a single player campaign. Now they, they want to be able to get into these 45 minute uh matchups that's that's the thing i mean it's 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 another one of those kind of like the world is marching on sort of scenarios and um that i mean that is happening on so many fronts obviously we've been speaking about free to play a lot recently but we've been speaking about the 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 closure of digital stores or not as the case may be for ps3 but definitely for ps uh, p but not vita and stuff like that so so the striving forward of a digital world wants content that people can watch they want content that people can get involved in so think of the disney plus series is loki and the series finale and everyone talking about it for 24 or 48 hours the game of thrones the, the finales and everyone talking about that and any other series that tickles your fancy people liking to live the content release cycle and going through it which is fine if you were watching that content live there and then but if you want to come back and watch that content later on you miss out a little bit of the hype and the vibe and stuff and and um okay that's fine that's all well and good but what if that content is only available whilst season eight of game of thrones is on but then they suddenly go <laughs> Fuck yeah season nine pow and then season eight is not playable anymore because they've got rid of the world and the way to play it and and it's 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 it, it's an interesting modern problem that that they want to tell their story through 
live service. You have to be mm-hmm. there. If you are there, you can live through the story. You can live through the campaign. You can go through the evolving worlds. But if you're not there, then you've missed it. Miss it, miss out. And it's full-on mm-hmm. FOMO built into a campaign uh, sort of story. So I'm not against it, but I'm not for it either because both yeah, bits yeah. I-, I love and hate it at the same time. I love the idea of being involved in a progressive story, but I've n- I've not been involved in any of the Fortnite progressive stories. I've not been involved yeah. in the Call of Duty progressive story sort of stuff. So I love the idea of it. I love how cool it is and interactive it is, but it, but it's not something I've ever been interested in getting involved in. Yeah. So it's it's a shame because it is it is it me? Am I old? No, it's the children that are wrong. It's like <laughs> full on. Oh. Uh, have a look what's going to be happening in the next couple of weeks in fact it's the next couple of days like Fortnite's having an Ariana Grande concert and believe me the tie-in of that isn't making me <laughs> that wasn't the pull for me to get back into playing Fortnite course again course uh, me or is it um, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, that's that's just it, that feels like the norm in Fortnite now every, every month or two they're going to have a concert and that's just like the big event that they're going to be having have a look at how many people are playing now and how many people are going to be playing in like three or four days time it's going to probably quadruple the amount of people that are going to be in it because that's what people come to expect from Fortnite. It's a live service game. It might, might not be changing, but they're going to be having live events inside that. How many people turned on their Fortnite for the first time when the black hole happened for four days? We just sat there watching a fucking black hole and it was revolutionary. It's it, it, There's change in the game and then there is following suit. And when it comes to Fortnite and everything else that's happening, they're, they're changing the game. And this is obviously what Battlefield are trying to do now. They're trying to change the game in a way that we play first-person shooters. So you can't I, knock them for trying something no, new. No, no, not at all. Uh, this, the, I think my, my reservations come from the fact that I always know Battlefield as being... And this is this is my stereotyping. It may not fit with what you guys think. But Call of Duty was for the 12-year-olds. Battlefield was for the more mature gamers. And, and that mature didn't necessarily mean... Like, you couldn't be 12, you could be 10 and just be mature thinking. The people that didn't just want to run and gun and and play the meta class, stab people because they've got, like, uh, what's the fucking... The one that makes you silent and then the one that makes you run and reach faster with your knife and stuff. Um, yeah, that's the superpower class. 12-year-olds running off solo. Uh, whereas Battlefield was, okay, we're playing in a team, we've got a strategy, we've got spotting mechanics, which obviously is kind of commonplace in games now, but wasn't back then and so on so the fact that this was always basically what i'm saying it was is it was for old people <laughs> it wasn't mm. it wasn't but it was for the thinkers and and not that's where it is like being a live service game doesn't mean it can't be for the thinkers doesn't mean it can't be for the strategists and the tech the tech uh the, the tactic minded uh, sort yeah. of gamers it, it's not that it can't be that but mm-hmm. but stereotypically uh that's not what where those games are being tailored for i play PUBG because it is all of that stuff tactically strategy and uh slower it is for old people now um mm. and and i want battlefield to be an old man's game but the fact that it's, it's... i've looked at the demographic of them both yeah yeah definitely i mean and and that's the thing it's not a bad thing battlefield are they ch- changing are they aiming at a new demographic they might not even be doing that they may just be aiming at modernizing their game structure so they don't do a blockbuster and go well this worked for the old people yeah. we will stick with this oh fuck old people have oh they're all on netflix now oh no i'm gone <laughs> so so i'm i'm not against it it's just I, I i will maybe i need to change maybe the way that i play my games maybe the way that i interact with my single player content has to change mm-hmm. um because I'm stuck in stuck in my ways, maybe I don't know. From from that perspective, I've got a question for you though. 
fire away. So you, obviously we've had Call of Duty now for I don't know twenty years or so, ever uh, since obviously coming out on the PlayStation Two. Um, do you think that without Warzone, Call of Duty would still have the stock that it does now? And it feels like a charged question. I already know the answer to this, but I want everybody to genuinely think about it. Like Battlefield falling by the wayside because it was doing the same thing for every single game, and then when they did try to separate and try to do a battle royale, it fell in its face. Uh, Battlefield just wasn't the same anymore. It just felt like it was the same thing over and over again, just at a different era, different map. You're getting the same thing. A lot of people like that, um, but I think people was turned off by that. Call of Duty, same thing. It was a corridor shooter until they introduced Warzone, which they'd just taken everything that people liked in Fortnite and bring it into a boots on the ground military shooter without the building and what you'd get in PUBG and things like that. It was its own unique gameplay experience set in a world that has been done by everybody at this point in a battle royale setting. Do you think that Call of Duty, it would still be a, it would still be a mega masterpiece that it is now? I say masterpiece in terms of it's it's a it's a global brand that everybody knows. You say Call of Duty, you know what it is. Yeah. Do you think that there's their normal multiplayer maps and game modes that you'd come to expect the same thing we've been seeing for the last 15 years? Do you think that they were on borrowed time, or do you think that they, it, regardless of what they put out, it still would have been a hit without Warzone? I do. I think they, they were on borrowed time. Um, just just going to bring in Plum Rico's question. Uh, two questions. Is Battlefield 2042 going to Game Pass? No, it is not. We don't know that for certain, but um, when we went through the, um, uh, through the Xbox conference, so my list here, all of the games you can can't quite see. There's a little, there's a little GPs at the end of it. All the games that were confirmed to be coming to Game Pass. So Battlefield 2042 was in the Xbox conference, but they did not mention Game Pass. So that would make me think not Game Pass, not Game Pass. Maybe not even EA Play. At least not at first. They'll make, they'll do um, kind of what they did do, do with FIFA. Put it out six months into the life cycle or whatever when, when they've got their sales from it they'll probably put it on at that point in time which then ties into Plum Rico's next question FIFA FIFA does the same thing for every game and is still about and is still going strong year and year but that's that, there's a difference there though I don't think uh, Battlefield slash COD could have continued at the level they were Call of Duty arguably was dropping off because their content direction was horrendous there was no boots on the ground it was all super exoskeletons double wall jumps printing in space kind of stuff and people are like that's not call of duty we all fell in love with modern warfare uh, a lot of people fell in love with world at war we want world war one to now that sort of boots on the ground ground sort of period anything in between it you can build off of that um which they did and then they started to milk that and exacerbate that and mm -hmm. and uh and multiplayer was wonderful and then search of destroys and stuff was wonderful and it's okay we've seen it we've played it we've done it uh so it needed something new Whereas FIFA doesn't necessarily have to have that because FIFA is based on something real world that updates every 12 months with freshness. Football, by definition, is different every season just based off of rosters. And that, for a lot of people, is enough. Uh, changing uh, the physics around that is enough. A lot of people aren't really bothered about realistic gun physics. Uh, the uh, the way that your gun recoils, the way that you can feel the impact and the weight of every different sort of bullet type. Call of Duty never really feels that you you fire a can at eight is the same as firing your sidearm is the same as firing everything but a rocket launcher PUBG or CSGO recall patterns are very very much different so 
Call of Duty needed to kind of either go down the realism route, which it didn't want to do, but it did find a different route with the likes of a Warzone and that alternative way to play. I think without Warzone, Call of Duty would still be a global powerhouse. It absolutely mm-hmm. still would be. It'd stay forever. But it it was falling into meme territory. It was it was oh you play Call of Duty oh, okay. It was it was like that thing that that your dad did. Uh, whereas now the dads <laughs> are now playing Call of Duty and are shit hot, and the kids are like, "How are you good at this? How are you good at Warzone? Ah, you've only just started Warzone. Are you know this? Hey, well, let me sit down. Let me tell you a story. You, my friend, may not have heard of Call of Duty Four. Call of Duty Four? <laughs> We're only on one. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Uh, so yeah, without that sort of stuff, I don't think he could have done. Um, I agree. It's it's literally dragged it by its collar back into. I don't want to say relevancy because Call of Duty will always be relevant, but I do genuinely feel like saving the franchise as a whole. You can always be hyped about a new Call of Duty trailer because they're always amazing. Like the the the, the themes that they always hit. I, I can't remember which one it was. Was it? But I think it was Black Ops Three, and I think Doctor Disrespect did like the world premiere of it, um, and it was Avenged Sevenfold doing the soundtrack for it and it looked fucking incredible. And then you play it, it's the same Call of Duty. <laughs> you've, always, you've always come to expect. It's, it's just, you know what you're getting. You're getting a Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Advanced Warfare, Infinite Warfare, whatever the fuck, a Black Ops, and then a Boots on the Ground. And it's just the same thing. It's, it's the same thing over and over again. I don't want to say gamers are getting tired of it, but I think that literally the way that we perceive games now with Call of Duty being a free-to-play game at the time, what have you got to lose by installing it if you like it? I mean, Asim, I think for about six months, just played the game every single night. Every single day, I'd load up Twitter for the uh, the, the, the the next morning. I'd see like him getting kills with uh, with Barry. So it's it's not bringing it to a new audience. It's keeping the audience that you've got fresh. Yeah, and that's something that Call of Duty seems to do quite well. So fair play to them. It's just what we what else we're going to be getting, and I think that's why I'm going to enjoy what I'm going to be seeing from Battlefield. We've only seen trailers. But a battle, battlefield for me will always be the pinnacle, in my opinion, of a competitive first-person shooter. For someone who doesn't play competitive first-person shooters as a as like a professional, I just love the team play element of it, and I think that's what Battlefield does better than anybody else. And I can't wait for it. Um, my only worry is Battlefield tends to go to extremes, so. If you want a realistic World War One shooter, <laughs> sorry, uh, do you mean jumping out of a plane, out of a plane, shooting a rocket launcher, and then falling back into the plane well, again? Is it realistic? I, I kind of did mean that, but but that was the that was the opposite. So extremes at one end of the spectrum. It's do you want a realistic World War One uh, shooter where you can feel the dirt, the dirt and grime of being in the trenches? Forget killing other people. You may die of trench foot and malnourishment. And it's, it's like fuck me. Ow. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay, well, this is suddenly mega deep. I'm I'm coming from Call of Duty. Yeah where I just run and hit people with my face and now I've got fucking gout. What is this? And then on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, hey, do you want to jump out of an aircraft and rocket launch or another aircraft and parachute back into your aircraft and then fly that fucker away? And Battlefield goes from one extreme to the other. So if they can just find that that towards gout, but not quite at gout bit, and towards <laughs> bombastic, but not quite bombastic bits that they do exceptionally well, then I, f- I fucking take that all day. I would take that all day also i want to point out that we're at that point where chat feels like it's they're they're, they're safe to just um indirect us uh and i said chat i mean our actual mods tito says a mate of mine um who he hasn't named uh, i'm assuming his name sounds like dre and dre or something like that graham gray uh a mate of mine won't play any game that isn't realistic anything future or sci-fi and he's out loves cod but wouldn't play that exosuit cod that's me Uh, although I, i 
I don't mind futuristic and sci-fi stuff, just not in my FPSs. Uh, so futuristic exosuit cod. Nope, that was me. That was gone. I played uh, Modern Warfare Remastered for a whole 16 months while we had exosuit cod and had no regrets. Mm. So, yeah. Um, Marge had a comment. Let me jump back up. It says, Bad Company was created to supply a single-player campaign mode in the Battlefield engine originally. Could we have that sort of stuff? If Battlefield 2042 becomes debadged as just Battlefield online or just battlefield and becomes like the war zone game that keeps going do we start to see the bad companies coming back as the the uh the single player modes that could be an option that could be one way that we get back into it battlefield stories uh where you get bad company and it follows that one team that ragtag team of uh misfits that managed to come and fucking a team some sort of disaster or something we could be going that way that's what they did in the last game though in the story mode you could play as different uh what do they call it companies is that what it's called like different squads so you'll take in a different time zone at a different area uh, attacking a different enemy in a different area so that's kind of like what they did. I mean, I was all for that because you get to experience different guns in different areas against different enemies in different environments. That was cool. So every time you loaded up a level, it was completely different. That was nice. I like that. Um, Bacon Chin says, I'm looking forward to the Sharknado tie-in as they change up the weather. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he says, Fortnite is a market stream. I mean, Fortnite, I, 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 I love what Fortnite's doing in their multiverse sort of thing. I don't want that from every game, though. So, so obviously, Call of Duty have gone that way by looping in the 80s sort of vibes, which I like. But if they start having concerts and things like that, I'm thinking, you don't. everyone doesn't need to have a multiverse. The thing with the multiverse is, like Baconshin says, that is a marketer's dream. But not everyone wants to be marketed at. And whilst Fortnite players love the idea of skins, love the idea of consumables and in-game currencies, love the idea of fortnights and social events uh i love the idea of end of season spectacle events um not every game should go that way and i think i i hope this isn't a trend towards battlefield uh doing that because battlefield can go into live service battlefield can go into live service and incorporate single player elements and do all of that sort of stuff but still be very very different to fortnite and i don't think it will be the same as fortnite i think it will be very different um and yeah i'm happy enough to give them the benefit of that and wait to see what the game is i definitely will be investing in battlefield 2042 hopefully it's something mm -hmm. that, that definitely sticks with me battlefield is the only game i've ever played competitive and i love every second of it it's a spike yeah. uh, i played it competitively uh i i absolutely churned numbers for deaths uh, if you're competing for the worst player in the game, it was me. I win. Uh, uh, doubtful EA players normally 10 hour trial with Game Pass and then added to their vault after a period of time. Normally, once sales have died down. Exactly. Um, Battlefield, despite the fan base, wanted more players and chased the COD players and changed their games to corridor maps. And then it went downhill. COD used free to play Warzone to sustain and grow their game into the stratosphere. Now it's possibly tailing off because of their no anti cheat support. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing with learning and evolving but not evolving enough it why would you chase free to play do you trace uh, free to play with warzone because you want new users you want to unlock new content styles great nice and then when you've got that you then need to keep changing but that's the thing with call of duty is they've hit at, like new atmospheres you're talking about stratosphere they're, they're beyond that they're, they're like okay we've never been up this high before this is fucking amazing we're like owning the game this mm. is like like first multiplayer levels Let's not rock the boat. And that's the thing there. By adding anti-cheats and things like that, that's then potentially rocking the boat. They don't realise that to keep that level of growth and, and that trajectory, you need to keep moving forward. Just maintaining doesn't keep you at that point in the trajectory. Maintaining makes you drop back off. And that's the thing that Fortnite has done. Whether you like Fortnite or not, 
it has continued to move. Their pace, their evolution, Epic are nailing that. Yeah, they make they make missteps. Some of the content might not suit or whatever. This season does not speak to me at all. Um, but it speaks to shitloads of people, and the way that they're evolving and looping in other things is is you, you ha- yeah, you can't fault them with that. They will continuously try new things. You make mistakes, you learn from those mistakes, and hopefully make your next one, uh, your next decision is a better one. Um, Plum Recross says, I used to play Soldier of Fortune, son. Never heard of it, Dad. <laughs> your doorball. <Good> game. <laughs> Shonsuke Nakamura. <Good> <laughs> your doorball. Uh... <laughs> yeah, doorball. Soldier of Fortune. That, um, yeah, it, it definitely. Soldier of Fortune was definitely one where you could like dismantle people. Want it? Like you shoot their arms off and shit like that. It was like so gory. But Black was another great first-person shooter that I don't think it got the recognition that it deserved. Uh, uh, trying to see if there's anything to pick out in the comments before we jump through. Oh, Plum Rico says, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some Battlefield 2042 actual gameplay. I hope it's not too futuristic. Going from PUBG to Warzone and being able to uh, repull my shoot, I was like, what the fuck? It's the other way. It's when you go the other way and you jump off a building in PUBG and hit the floor. I've done that before, mm-hmm. uh, which is painful. Uh, Luke says, Exosuit Cod is the best Cod I've played in a while. You missed a great robot companion. It's not for me. I, I did try it. Yeah. It's not for me. It's just not for me. Bitson, Arid, hola. Um, hola. Are you on stream today? Are you getting set or, are you, or is Tuesday the day off? I can never remember. I can never remember. Uh, no, I just playing Fortnite today. Uh, are you playing Fortnite? Get your golf clubs out, Bitson. You can jump in with Bib. It'll, it'll, show, you, it'll show you the ropes. Um, actually, do you know, Bitson, I don't know if you're still here. I've got a question for you. I asked it in your chat on Saturday. And this is a question to anyone that plays FIFA Draft. Because I don't tend to watch much FIFA content, but um, when I do, it's usually Saturday and Sunday morning. I, I get up and Bateson's on stream from about 10 a.m. and he does draft early doors. Uh, is it possible if you get, say, gold Mbappe, like if you take Mbappe, you don't get a better Mbappe. If you don't take Mbappe, there's the potential of getting better Mbappe. I have never, ever, ever in my history of watching draft ever seen anyone ever get a better one. Is it possible? <laughs> Does it happen? Because basically, I'm not. I'm not going to take Mbappe. I want a better one. I want. I want team of the season uh, De Bruyne instead. So I'm not going to take that one. And he never, ever, ever gets the better one. So I've never seen it. So I'm like, just, just take him. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it for that. I'm trying some uh, Nick Salts for the first time. Uh, wish him, wish, wish him luck. I don't know what that is. What's a Nick Salt? Uh, your double. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I love that game. Nothing like a sniper shot that blew the front of a guy's face off. Nakamura, best free kick take ever. Uh, I'd leave when you made that lunch buffet comment. Oddly enough, because the final part of my dinner ingredients arrived. <laughs> <laughs> it arrived. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's bad enough that Iceman has the best lunches in the world. He just has a butler yeah. bringing them from Bibby's east wing of his <laughs> manor. That's what it is. Oh, he just got a milkman that delivers all his fruit and veg as well. It's all right. It's all right. Someone's, someone's doing well. Someone's doing well. Uh, yeah, I sometimes get better version. Rather, okay. Oh, there you go. I've never seen it. I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep watching. Nick Salts is a type of e-liquid. Boo! Get out of here. Honestly, boo. Uh, Callum knows his, his stuff, by the way. Uh, Callum, stay cloudy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Battlefield Twenty Forty Two will not be having uh, a single player campaign, but it will uh, have a. Uh, what was it? What was the phrasing? It will get a short film. There we go. A short film which will be de- debuting next week. So we'll all see how that is. Uh, genuinely still excited for it though. I mean, it's it's a little bit worrying that they're not going to have a single player campaign. But do you know what? They're just modernising. We'll keep we'll keep eyes on. See how it goes. Speaking about keeping eyes on the name, the name is Doctor Doctor Doctor. Deep. Fucking beat me to it, twat. <laughs> it's Doctor Doctor. 
Because you're not allowed to say it on Twitch. Uh, Dr. Disrespect offers to help Netflix to promote their upcoming gaming ambition. Uh, this is the article written by Ashish Jha at... I can never remember the name, and it's so small. Is it like eSports Gen or something like that? Um, your yeah. name's too small to read it on the website. God, that's not great brand placement. Anyway, Dr. Disrespect offers to help Netflix promote their upcoming gaming ambition. The famous streamer and the FPS gamer... Beep to beep respect extended its offer to promote Netflix gaming as their first streamer and promoter. The YouTuber is a strong supporter of the streaming service and, like many others, the streamer is thrilled about what the uh, streaming giant has planned for the future. Netflix's recent announcement of gaming plans has left many people scratching their heads, but this lucrative offer from Dr. Disrespect will definitely push Netflix to consider it on their table. Why would they consider it on their table? Would they not consider it, like... Over their table? You don't yeah. have to get on the table or next to the... Anyway, Dr. Disrespect believes he can assist Netflix in achieving its objectives. While it is certainly exciting, it may be difficult. However, this does not appear to be a hindrance to the streamer's desire to collaborate. In fact, he believes he can help the game business develop a, quote, dominating streaming platform. Uh, Netflix's gaming aspirations appear to be similar to PS Now and Google Stadia. During his live stream on the 29th of July, he addresses one of the fan quora. He remarked, quote... Uh, I'm not going to do it in Dr. Disrespect voice. I all thought about it for a second. That's what that, that delay was. We're not going to do it. I'd be open to taking a seat at Netflix. I'm ready to take a seat at the table. Black tie. Oh, fuck it. I am doing. I'd be open to taking a seat at Netflix. <laughs> fuck yeah. I'm ready to take a seat at the table. Black tie. Black suit. Hair pulled back into a ponytail. Of course, prototypes remain in place. I could be the CEO of Netflix's streaming service. I'd assist them in creating the most interactive and dominant streaming platform possible. Imagine what you could do with Netflix resources. There you go. He further adds, okay, imagine that, guys, says the narrator. Built-in cameras in the mo uh, in the movie's pre-made movie templates for those who want their broadcast to have a high production value. Netflix might be able to help. Let's think about this. Uh, let's think big about this. We're not talking about free memberships or clips. Think bigger, like, holy shit. Uh, so there you go. Dr. Disrespect is one of the most well-known figures in gaming. We don't need to get the wrap-up. We know his big things. But he's interested in bringing... Uh, the poisonous Ethiopian caterpillar to Netflix's camp. Babe, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, he's just he's, he, he just wants a job, doesn't he? <laughs> he wants the promotion. He wants to be able to be paid to promote this. I mean, he, brought, he will have good ideas. Obviously, he did used to work for Call of Duty and Sledgehammer Studios, so he, he knows his way around stuff. He knows the way that business works. I mean, you don't become one of the, if not biggest streamer in the world, uh, maybe two years ago, obviously he was competing with Ninja at the time. I don't know who he's competing with nowadays, um, but he is one of the best streamers that I have ever seen. I still watch his content now because he makes me laugh. Like, I see Tito saying, "I can't stand the dude who comes across as a right prick," although apparently that's an act. Yeah, right. I mean, he is. It's just a WWE persona. That's all. That's the easiest way that I can. Exactly I can the same. Terms. I mean, I've I've seen people that like Stone Cold Steve Austin doing his what. What? Interrupting people. The Rock yeah. in his prime knobhead sort of stuff. But everyone loves Dwayne Johnson. The Rock used to ruffle feathers before he became, mm -hmm. um, uh, when he was a heel. And that's what Dr. Disrespect's character, he is both, what's what's the opposite of a heel? I forgot, a face and a heel. A he's, face. he's a face and a heel at the same time, depending on what it needs to be. And soon mm -hmm. as that clicks and it makes sense, you realise just how how smart he is as a marketer yeah. slash content creator. He's actually really, really good. Uh, but yeah, look at the good. stuff that he does on his streams like they are revolutionary like there is no one that comes close genuinely there is no one that comes close to I uh, mean obviously uh, us and I'm gonna say action you didn't fantastic. see Masters of the League my friend God. yeah I mean that was pushing the, that was pushing the envelope but I mean 
huge inspiration taken from a certain Dr. D. Um, but yeah, it's he it, it sets the bar. So if he was to do something with Netflix, I'm fairly certain it would be a success. He knows his way around it, and he would they would absolutely be leaning on someone like that and his expertise in video games. Because guess what? Google Stadia didn't, and look where the fuck they are. They put the wrong people in the wrong place at the wrong time and did not get anything off the ground. I mean, it's still going, Google Stadia is still knocking about, so it's doing something right. But in terms of getting their marketing right, they absolutely got it wrong. If you're leaning on someone who knows the game inside out, I think you're on to a very good start. But yeah, I did see <laughs> Z Laner got banned. And uh, that made me piss the other day because I actually posted the picture of it. He got banned from playing in a Twitch tournament Twitch because he was cosplaying. Yeah, because he was cosplaying as the doc, even though the doc wasn't even competing. But Dr. Dip's respect is still streaming on Twitch, who is a knockoff version, a poundlandwish.com version of Dr. Disrespect. Same hairstyle, same headset, same Ethiopian caterpillar. But it's still able to stream on Switch. So, yeah, make of that what you will. Um, it is what it is. But in terms of his professional acumen, there is no way that you can disrespect Dr. Disrespect. Like, he's done it all. He's been there. He's the, the, the best there is probably ever going to be. I think he'll probably do really well in this role oh, if it's something that Netflix wants to offer. Me. <laughs> but I mean, it does sound like I'm licking his ass, which I genuinely am because I think he's fucking one of the best. Yeah. Like, I don't care. He is, I will say it with my chest from the top of rooftop. He is genuinely the best stream that there has yeah. ever been. Um, so I mean, it, it's as with anything, though, it's 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 down to subjective uh, opinion. Some people might not like the heel rock or the heel stone cold from back in the day. Some people like where was Tito's coming? Uh, Explains not never got into sweat hairy dudes in Lycra either. A lot of people won't like wrestling, and if you don't like wrestling and the uh, that over the top scripted sort of banter sort of stuff, yeah. then then Doctor Disrespect's not gonna speak to you. Some people yeah. don't like. He is quite brash and he's aggressive and stuff. It's all a persona. It's not him. Yeah. Um, you, you, it, 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 if you watch it for long enough, you'll realise that it's stupid. It's over the top. He has a flick comb, yeah. not a flick knife. He has a flick comb. That's that shows you that he's, he's he's always taking the piss out of himself while simultaneously positioning himself as the alpha gamer kind of stuff. It's it it mm-hmm. it's very very well thought through. It's not just someone shouting and screaming. Like you get a lot of content creators that are just energy and people love the energy um but when you take the energy away there's nothing much substantial behind it he has substance and depth and energy but it's it's definitely mama it's content that a lot of people will will yeah. hate um hate the persona that he shares the, the way that he, like people won't like the energy so that'll get rid of a lot of people people won't like the brash and aggressive attitude which is understandable uh but yeah once you get past that there's actually levels he, everything he does is actually a really nice caring person but he's not a really nice caring person it's like oh, i'm fucking brash and i'm gonna but he's, he's actually really yeah he's good he's good uh but if you don't like it don't like it it's fine it's fine mm-hmm. um he used to work under the Acti Blizz banner, right? Might explain the restroom antics. Nice <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Well, oh, there's that yikes. too. The worst thing is, I was there then. I was at that E3 then, and I was in a meeting. So he came strolling past all of our crew that we were with, and I was in a fecking meeting, and I didn't get to see him. So got to miss him. I'd have been devastated. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Lee's got pictures of Doctor D, and I, I'm, I'm in a meeting. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, did he have to point the camera all the way up to the ceiling? He did, pretty much, six yeah. Foot eight grand, <laughs> so. just, he's only a small man. <laughs> just a black steel dripping down the back of his neck. Oh, anyway, <laughs> uh, the doc says, no, you damn rule. <laughs> Austin was the goat. Uh, Persona says, I love his Persona, but, hit, but hated his book. I've, do you know, I've actually seen mixed opinions. I've seen some people loved his book, and I've seen some mm. people hated his book. Uh, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm from Buddersfield, so I'm allergic to reading, so I will never know. <laughs> well, in my head, as I'm reading it, I'm reading it as if he was going to be saying it on the stream, because it literally is just a load of bollocks. It's literally a memoir of Dr. Disrespect, not Guy Beam. So it's him and how his uh, law came about and how the Dr. Disrespect started. So I was just reading it as if he was telling the story on the stream, and it was fuck. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, but I can see why people probably wanted like an autobiography of Guy Beam and how his life has become what it has got to with Dr. Disrespect. But yeah, it, it it's yeah, like you say, it's it's definitely fifty fifty. A lot of people hated it, a lot of people loved it, but I'm definitely in the uh, I thought it was fucking hilarious camp. Uh Mad says when Dr. D goes full map making mode and designs uh live a map for COD midstream is awesome. See, I I, I yeah. get lost in that bit in terms of like either way, sometimes I get involved in like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Cause cause for anyone who doesn't know, Dr. Disrespect is Guy Beam or Herschel. Beam is his real name. What what he's got the oldest man name in the world, Herschel Beam. <laughs> um, but he was a level designer at Activision. So he he did like old school Black Ops games or whatever it was. Anyway, he's very intelligent. He's a good marketer. He understands map design and everything. And when he starts doing those builds, it's really it's a really good like kind of like look behind the curtain of not just a content creator, but someone that works in the games industry and level designing. It's really hands-on but then sometimes i think oh okay, this is a bit too close to work for me so so fuck this shit this is just, just <laughs> ah, go back to shouting and, and saying the two time back to back that sort of stuff that's what i want to see so yeah sometimes i get in sometimes i don't he has a rouge company map um he does he, and it's very rouge it's red the arena his <laughs> skins that was the only thing that kind of pulled me into rogue company so we got a bunch of codes and stuff before it was free to play and we were going to jump on that sort of train but then i was kind of put down by the fact that the the cost of the skins was like pretty much the more than the price of most games were at that point in time so i just kind of like left it left it but anyway anyway we are rambling on quite a bit now an hour and 25 minutes uh into the uh show today well obviously about 10 minutes for, for the countdown and stuff so yeah an hour and 15 so we are gonna put opinion things thank you very much everyone for joining us very red says present yes rouge, rouge company that's the one um thank you for joining us today we won't be having any additional streams so if you did want to see bibby tearing it up in Fortnite with his full golf clobber you'll have to wait for that that will not be taking place today maybe tonight maybe tomorrow but not during the day today we are doing full work days today appreciate everyone that has been in the stream especially all of you gifters uh and you subbers and everything else callum AKA Bearded Edge. Thank you very much, mate. Five gifty subs. Five big ones. Uh, Tito, Trick the Troll, Precision, Vern, and Fatman Dave all getting gift dose from Callum. Thank you very much, Callum. Genuinely appreciate it. Plum Rico getting a gifted sub from me. Yay! Um, mm. uh, Luke Pastille dropping the prime for four months. Graham! You beautiful person dropping a prime for 32 months. Uh, Callum dropping his own prime for six months. Ads dropping a prime for nine months. Bacon Chin dropping his uh, prime, uh, no, tier one for eight months. And then Archie McGregor as well dropping a follow at the end of the stream. What an amazing stream. Thank you very much. Appreciate you all. Appreciate the support. Um, Unfortunately, you guys are not going to be in the loot drop for next month unless you extend that sub because that will expire on the third. 
whereas next month's loot drop will be on the first Monday, which is the 6th. Uh, but if you do subscribe after that, you'll be in two loot drops. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, swings and roundabouts. Uh, so, yeah, basically, if you want to save your money, don't sub this month. Sub next month. Jump's good. Yeah, nice. But, but Or just don't sub at all. It's up to you. It's up to you. Anyway, yeah. uh, we will... Uh, as soon as I finish the stream, I'm going to go and record this month's Loot Drop winner. So we took the names for everyone who was entered into the Loot Drop yesterday. I will record that. We will drop it in Discord and share on social media. So we'll know who has won uh, the Ice Cream Uploads merch item of your choice. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, Ad says, I've extended already. Yeah. Although you won't be in next month, but you could be in the one after if you extend again. Yeah. Give us all your money. Yeah. I'm on jacket. It's up to you. I, I genuinely appreciate the, uh, the extension. Thank you very much, dude. Before we go off stream, before we pull together the loot drop winner for this month's prize, before we get set for coming back tomorrow, Bib, is there anything else that you would like to add? Yeah, again, thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us today. As Graham went through, all the people who have subbed are being given subs. We very much appreciate it. But if you want to help shape our show, there is two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or get involved with our Discord. If you are watching this on any of our on-demand services, all the links that you need will be in the description below. But all we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions we will then give you our first impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? Uh, tomorrow's show will be at the early time of 10 a.m. Ish. 10 a.m. Ish. 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 I don't need voice mod. I can just go ish into the microphone on my own. Uh, 10 a.m. Ish. We'll be back tomorrow. It was it was earlier yesterday. Yesterday was eleven fifty nine. Today was eleven fifty. So well, if you know eleven forty, you never know. It may happen. It may happen. Uh, but do you know what? Appreciate genuinely appreciate all the support. Uh, the subs massively appreciate it. We'll go back into the stream and does allows uh, allows us to do all the beautiful things. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for being us. Have uh, being here with us. Have a good day. We're gonna drop a raid on someone. Stick around for the raid. Let's pass on some love to someone else. Uh, and it's nice to do that. Stick around. You'll get some points for us. You get to say hello to someone else, and we all. Have a good day. Until then, though, have a good day. Stay frosty. Stay frosty.